0: too loud No I'm good That was you That was me making Maybe all that noise, rustling noise Yeah, you, Messy messy noise Yeah um, I'm a dirty boy Podcast chill show. I'm Duff No Bear Smack me Alongside uh, The Beige Prince Oh yeah uh, I love Massivelli, it The Waffle Colored Brother mm-hmm. um, Love that I don't know man I don't know I don't got enough names for you That's fine The King of the Vanilla Wafers Damn bro man it's here. He here How y'all doing How y'all here doing tonight Another beautiful episode
1: I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm here. We're here. We're here. Two men in the same room.
0: Same room. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say.
1: Putting our uh, mouth next to a microphone. Yes, sir. Make some nice, smooth sounds for y'all. Very close.
0: Very close. Very close. Yeah.
1: I hope y'all like how I'm talking.
0: Very sensual. Yeah. Take that. Take that. (laughs) Bad boys for life. Mm -hmm.
1: Don't kill me though.
0: Yeah, we've been we've been going not too long this time though.
1: No it's only been like what Two weeks yeah, probably two weeks yeah, two weeks But it feels yeah. like a
0: lifetime Especially where there's a lot of Like you just Like we previously said Overstimulation Yes It's a lot of It's a lot of Things to Potentially talk about And discuss mm-hmm. That's how I feel mm-hmm. So do I Sometimes I always feel like I'm missing something But I'm like I'm not really missing nothing Because it's like Something else is gonna happen In the next 24 hours Yeah
1: Yeah
0: I so I don't feel. I, I really. Sometimes you just feel overwhelmed from social media.
1: I really wish that we could just take a break. Yeah. Like you know not. You know how people say I'm 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 doing a social media cleanse. Like not even that. Like detox. Yeah. Y- you know, in like the 1970s, how TV would just go off.
0: Yeah. How Nickelodeon had that worldwide day of play. Like yo. You've been overstimulated. It's time for you to go outside and enjoy yourself and be a human. Go outside, be a human.
1: There's some stuff that I want to react to. Yeah. But I'm just so bogged down with, like, everything where it's just like, (sighs) okay, whatever. You know, I just saw somebody get their hair ripped off with AK-47 on Twitter. I I can't, like, I can't really overreact to to your great-grandma dying in 97.
0: Yeah, um. You know, it, uh, social media, like we always say, but it's definitely a, bl- a blessing and a curse. Yeah, because it introduces to extra information, but on the best, it extra it introduces to extra information. Yeah, you know what I mean for the good or the bad. So it's like you can, you can see like you can learn as much of things you want. Like you can learn how to be engineer via social media, mm-hmm. but on the other side, you go to a dark place, you can see a man head get decapitated. Yeah, the next slot. So that's the blessing of the curse of social media. It's the duality. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't even know how it progresses. I mean, I feel like that's what the billionaires are for. That's what they That's that's their innovation now. Yeah, man, is to push the push social media forward. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, you know, and the billionaires drive our economy. Like we we could sit here and say to her blue in the face that you know. You can live the American dream, but the real truth is about it. The, the real driving forces of our economy are the billionaires. Yeah. You know, so if they want something ha- to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Time. Yeah. You know, you can even be a millionaire, you know, and some people do get that off hard work. You know, you start your own business, you make a couple million dollars, you know, you, you change your life. But compared to who's really behind the scenes, pulling the strings, you are nothing but a blip on the map which is which is crazy to think about it's it's really crazy what i like to do sometime in my spare time is to see I'll drive around when i'm driving and i'll look at names of like companies that's been around for like 30 years and i see who
0: owns them mhm oh white guys usually
1: but then i it, all, it 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 it's like a trickle down effect cuz then you find out that they own this and they own this mm-hmm. and then they own this and they own all of this and they founded that and they discovered this and they're responsible for this and it's like wow like seven people kind of really run the world <laughs> almost <laughs> it's kind of scary to think about and we were like you know we were able to get that way in a democracy but it's it's crazy bro yeah
0: man um crazy how they think, like, I'll never have the mind of a billionaire unless I become one. But, like, when you see it or try to analyze, they all have the same type of, like, characteristics. Yeah. Which is, like, they have these type of cares that literally none of us really care about. No. It's like they're thinking about generations ahead. That's yeah. That's how I feel, how most billionaires try to think. And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a neutral thing. Like, you got Mark Zuckerberg trying to uh, push technology to a different... Mark Zuckerberg and... um, Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see it like this. Like, Elon is trying to push forward of what we see uh, in, like, the physical, and Mark Zuckerberg is trying to push what we see on the virtual. So, like, the metaphysical. Mm -hmm. I. And they're thinking, like, ten steps ahead. That's why they'll always be in the position they're in.
1: I liked what you just said there. I do. It does, you know...
0: It's kind of scary.
1: It startles me a bit because you got to think, if you have one man, like, let's take Marcus Zuckerberg, for example. I watched his interview on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, and some of his answers, just to me personally, didn't sound human.
0: They didn't Bro, it, sounded like he's, it sounds like he was, like, a robot. It's like, he was... Looking for the future of robots But that's
1: my thing yeah. Because it's like if, if you're trying to progress You know Essentially ultimately You know You're trying to progress society You know To like this I way know, Human society up, Yeah This this human one humans. Uniform Android-esque Society yeah. Right It's Who do you weed out?
0: The humans That's what it sounds like I, I didn't
1: say it You did But I mean
0: hey man, look, I'm just saying what it is Robots already took our job. Like pe- people were so worried about like the Mexicans, like being stereotypical. Like they was worried about the Mexicans taking jobs. It's the robots yeah. taking the jobs. This literally, that's all it is. It's the robots taking jobs.
1: You know, it's strange, right? Because, like, yeah. you know the difference between a blue collar worker versus a yeah. white collar worker. But for those people who don't know what they are, like blue collar workers is like the individuals you'll see working, like in in house customer service food industry basically the
0: backbone of America. Oh, a lot
1: of the driving force of yeah. a lot of like you know our Our type of stuff. The white collar workers are just office folk, you know, or executive folk mm-hmm. or whatever. But we what we've seen, you know, during the pandemic is just like because there was nobody going to like, you know, your Wawa or your sheets or your gas station be or or your or your fast food restaurant and those jobs started to dwindle down, you know. But with this whole automaton revolution, will those jobs even exist anymore?
0: No, not at all.
1: So you're going to have a whole world of people aren't going to have work, possibly. Mm-hmm. So what do you do?
0: It's crazy. I work for Amazon for like one day. Mm-hmm. I worked there for one day. And there's a whole training about how to beware of robots. Which is crazy. It's not talked about a lot, but it's like it's it's basically like a like stare clear from the robots because they're doing their job. You know what I mean. You don't want to mess it up. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have robots in the that that uh, that you work with. So they trying to have like a, it's like a companionship, like you working with robots, like in the fake world, like a cyberpunk type of reality. It's crazy, man. But yeah, you learn that in training. How they have robots in certain facilities and certain warehouses, you just gotta work around them and work with them. So,
1: what were like the function of the robots?
0: Bro, I don't know. Uh, they were basically like carrying things, you know. Yeah. Uh, taking things to the assigned spot because you know everything is numbers with robots. So yeah, there's no everything's had to be perfect. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all. Really, I was only there for like one day. So
1: yeah, I can imagine why you left.
0: Yeah, it was a terrible place. But even even people, you know,
1: like Elon Musk, right? Not excuse me, not Elon Musk. Even people like um, Jeff Bezos. Amazon is a ridiculous giant mm-hmm. of a company, and it, it's only going to keep growing. Amazon isn't going to close its doors one day. And be like, no, we're we're done with this. We're gonna we're gonna. They may move on to something different, mm-hmm. but they will never close their doors from this almost. One stop shop of everything because that's what it is now. But with the more sophisticated these these robots get, what will be the function of like the human in that's these why, roles? That's
0: why everyone is uh, basically scared. Well, people that's knowledgeable about it. That's why they're basically scared because it's like, yeah, what if they these robots start to. Gain some type of consciousness and they start understanding things. You know what I mean? And I don't know why people are trying to push that forward, hmm. I guess, for the sake of science, but this is a scary thing to think about. You know what I mean? Especially if they start getting consciousness and they realize certain things and they have certain things implemented. And then you'll have to give these things rights <laughs> ever, once it gains consciousness. Robot rights? You have to. These right. things have. Artificial feelings Right So some people Are going to try to Abide by those Now you I know you've seen On um, social media When The fucking um, That robot That robot got signed To a record deal Oh the AI rapper Yeah yeah, yeah I saw and that and Yeah I saw what that The downfall was What Because it, it didn't Gain consciousness But it It, it wanted to Replicate Basically uh, Rappers in the industry Right now Yeah So it started saying Nigga and it was white, but it was like it was just only doing what it was. What it was computing, yeah. What it was noticing from other rappers, so it was just doing different characteristics that a typical rapper would do from the streets, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, man, stuff like that is kind of crazy, man. When you think about it,
1: it's interesting, right? Because robots, as we know, like their function is to do everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a theory in bowling, you know, you're only gonna get a perfect shot if you're a robot every time, right? So if a robot is like the uh, uh, the epitome, like an apex robot, is like the epitome of perfection. Wouldn't like a subset reaction from this robot? Would to be fix the imperfection, which are humans.
0: Yeah, that's the job of a robot, and that's how all robots movies are too. It's like yo, know, that's that's why. Ultron wanted to take over the world. Because yeah. he was like, yo, humans are disgusting. Yeah. And we're perfect, so we know how to operate in a efficient society. So that's why Ultron, and the Avengers, by the way, that's why he wanted to take over the world because he felt like humans were pointless and toxic and disgusting. And, yeah, that's how I feel like in reality, if robots gain consciousness, that's what would happen.
1: Do you, do you feel like, you know... I had this conversation with somebody So forgive me I don't remember the person's name But Do do you feel like We as a human race If we can create a machine Mm -hmm. That does Things perfect You know By function Could we eventually get To that level ourselves As a human person
0: No No Because humans We're the most flawed race ever um, we think we all think differently, you know what I mean, like if you look at different species, they literally i'm not gonna say they all think the same, but they'll be looked at as outcasts that they don't think the certain way. you know what I mean uh because that's nature, that's the nature of them, like you got the cubs, you know they protect the the mother bear protect the cubs they mm-hmm. do, they all traditionally do the same exact thing mm-hmm. but with humans, we're all different that's that's what makes us. More flawed than anything,
1: you know. I went crabbing. Mm-hmm. I went crabbing, uh, like th- at this point, it was like three months ago, and I was shocked because when the when the when the tide came out, there were baby crabs that were just born and they were coming out of the mud. But they only came out when I stood very still because they were trying to get back to the water and I don't know do some crab shit or whatever. I'm not sure. But what I noticed is that even though the baby crab was just born, the baby crab understood what a predator was. Yeah. It understood what a predator was. Like you'll have a baby kitten, for example, that you take it from his mom or whatever. They know how to use a litter box instantly or they know how to clean themselves instantly yes. or they know what purring is instantly. And it's like, how did you know that? You know, my problem is with humans, though. Have humans gotten to a point where we have became either too intelligent or too inept on our own thinking to grow into a better person?
0: So you believe so you will believe that as humans we've peaked. There's nothing higher than this right here.
1: I wouldn't say that we peaked. I feel like humans have plateaued. I do not feel like no that I do not feel like humans have peaked
0: What will be a peak in human evolution
1: a peak in human evolution is to understand that our system itself is flawed not not necessarily our government system but our system of values the reason what we do a lot of times as humans is we tend to go around the problem and then create a solution out of something that we've solved a lot of times that we, we've done that you know, let's take like the Constitution, for example. We, we refuse to change the Constitution because it's the, according to Stephen Breyer, a former Supreme Court Justice, it's a an ironclad document that was created at, by the framers as like a right to our society. So we create amendments as a response to like, you know, we can't fix the Constitution. But we can create amendments to amend the Constitution, which is strange because if we're making amendments to something, why don't we just fix the Constitution? Yeah. you know again dancing around the problem to create a solution you know for immediate success the problem is in my opinion is the is the the is the value is the value of money you know cuz greed drives a lot of what we do you know if i give you 10,000 dollars right now cash you're going to either a find a way to get 10,000 more dollars or you know want 10 more thousand dollars for me so you'll do that action towards me whatever it may be to get that $10,000 again. You know. You you want, that, you want that feeling. You want that feeling of power. You want that feeling of having money. You want to be able to do what you want to do with it. So. If we could find a way. To fix. Like the years. And like. Centuries long. Value of what we put on a dollar. We would be able to then. Progress as a people. Because that's all that drives a lot of people. It's in every song. It's in every. Form of promotion and marketing. It's just money. It's dollars and cents. But
0: so that's why you would say cryptocurrency is definitely the future. I would say so. It takes away the value of a dollar mm-hmm. and there's different type of currencies that you can use. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, as a international currency. It's literally a currency that can be used all around the world.
1: But not quite though, because the issue is it's not. As accessible to older individuals.
0: That's the only problem. But they're older though.
1: But that's the problem.
0: The old, the old get older. That's true. The young but, get older, but the old stay old. That that's, you
1: know, you're 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 right. So we would have to wait what thirty years possibly for crypto to become? Maybe 30-40 years for crypto to become more of a household name. Simply because a lot of older people just think this is just some. Newfound creation that young people made up.
0: But that's just here, though. You forget, everywhere else is pretty much on the cryptocurrency wave. Even the older people over there, Mm -hmm. they understand cryptocurrency and the values. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm in Africa, I can transfer with somebody that's all the way in the UK. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? The same amount. Without any cost. Without any cost. Like, it'll have some gas fees. If you don't know what gas fees is, it's basically taxes. They'll have a little bit of gas fees, but they're, they're basically non-existent, depending on the currency that you wish to transfer. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's the. I feel like it's the future, it's the most efficient way, and that's why the government is trying to uh, put a hold on to it. Yes. Like, heavily. Yes. Because it's decentralized. Yes. So, yeah, so... By what you're saying, cryptocurrency is basically it's the it's the future. It's the thing. It's the currency. That they don't want to have another currency above the dollar bill. The the
1: problem with crypto is that there is no one prominent enough. Even though Elon Musk is a great person from a business standpoint, I don't know him personally. Very innovative person. Yeah. There is not enough people to push that in America.
0: Yeah, they're scared. I mean, they're scared though.
1: But you have to understand why they're scared. Mm-hmm. If you have cryptocurrency, that means you uh, Let's say cryptocurrency is the dominant force in America, for prime example. You don't need a Federal Reserve Bank anymore. Okay? You don't need a Secretary of Treasury anymore. You don't need, uh, you know, a f- whatever, a finance committee or whatever. These are people's high-paying, high-class jobs so, yep. that are given to powerful people. And those people, at the end of the day, don't want to lose their jobs. A lot of people, even in politics will completely back something that they don't believe in just because they know it'll get them elected again. Mm-hmm. That's not how I operate or like how I believe that should work. But at the end of the day, they people have to feed their family. And that's what nine times out of 10 people care about first. They care about feeding their family more than they care about the benefit of others. But I don't blame them. But again, that creates that plateau. That I mentioned, we can't progress if everybody's trying to feed their family. Yeah, because you can't feed the earth if you're just feeding your family. You just take it from the earth. That's true. So, again, it's a very theoretical long shot. But if there was a way that we could get away from that U.S. dollar, that greed, that greed factor, you know,
0: I'm saying this is the only chance, man. So I feel. Right here, this is the only chance with cryptocurrency, man. That's the only way.
1: I will, and you don't need. To, and the thing is, even think about it, Wall Street billionaires. There's no more need. Nope. There's no more need for a Wall Street billionaire.
0: That's why you see a lot of them investing in crypto. Even a lot of politicians that was against cryptocurrency, they had a lot of investments inside of it. A lot of people, a lot of people that was in Trump administration was against cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Trump was against it, and they found out a lot of people in his camp was invested heavily in crypto, mm-hmm. buying Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that.
1: I mean, hell, the Bitcoin at one point it in, in inflated to sixty seven thousand yeah. dollars. At one point, granted, it's at like twenty thousand right now.
0: Yeah. It's gonna go up. Well. Yeah.
1: Eventually. Eventually. But it just doesn't have the proper people behind it to make it in America. Now I'm not saying that that's that's <laughs> the same with other places yeah. in the world because it's not. America is its own America is its own animal, it's its own beast. Yeah, definitely. That does not operate to the tune of anybody else but accept its own land. So I don't
0: yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, man.
1: I would like it to. I would like to be able to you don't have to go through customs and exchange, foreign exchanges. You can literally just take your phone and if you if three thousand I don't know, three thousand Ethereum is three thousand Ethereum everywhere you go.
0: Yeah, that's the that's literally all it is. It's the same price Everywhere you go and That's what they scared of Yeah Because that's like An international currency People don't understand How big that is
1: Because you can't profit Yep And that goes Back to my point again You can't profit Off crypto mm-hmm. The way you can profit Off a dollar yes, yep. You're not gonna have Loan sharks You're not gonna have You're not gonna Like sports betting because Will be can't, different
0: Because you really can't Yeah you can't have Loan sharks Because the money the Unless you live In the same vicinity Of that person and you got a sh- like a hitman on them, and yeah, that's too much work. Like, it's too much work.
1: Banks that's- aren't loaning you crypto Do- Doge, Doge They, coin. Can.
0: they literally can't, because the
1: bank would then have to buy its
0: own. Yep. and you have to be. They will have to make some type of membership where they can track it, because you mm-hmm. can't track it. No, once you are sent it, it's gone. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and
1: that's my thing. So it's like now, and a a lot of a lot of places, especially in America. Are ran by these big corporate banks The big five That's what yeah. we call them Big five in banks If they're not making money Those are thousands of jobs Lost for people You know All from the strength of You know Having one centralized Currency One you know, centralized currency So it's, it's really important that We understand why This is being blocked Not just because it's not cool Or it's not helpful It's helpful The same thing with stem cells Remember when stem cells came out Everybody was like Oh it's bad Oh it's this Oh it's that Stem cells Helps the people it can help. Yeah. But it people don't like it because it takes jobs away and it, it stops like the pharmaceutical market and it stops people pushing opioids in your face because it's a different way of treatment, different way of medicine.
0: That's a problem.
1: And that's a problem that's for a people's problem. paychecks. Yeah,
0: that's a problem with people. If it affects the dollars, like if don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That makes sense. Yeah, man. What's new with you though? Uh I just came back from Detroit. Nice, nice. How was
1: that? First of all, shout out to Detroit.
0: Poverty stricken uh city, you know.
1: Shout out to Detroit. Um I didn't expect Detroit to look like that.
0: You ain't see eight mile. Yeah.
1: I didn't I don't feel like I got I don't feel I've been to other cities and I've toured other cities and I've seen other cities. I feel like when I went to Detroit I didn't see what Detroit really is because I went downtown. What's Detroit? I went downtown, and the first thing I see is a Lululemon, and I'm like, "Why the fuck is there a Lululemon in the middle of Detroit? Like, this doesn't this doesn't seem right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel." Like if I walk down downtown downtown Philly, I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna hear something Philly related. You know, if I'm in New York, I'm gonna hear something New York related. I didn't hear anything native to Detroit.
0: So no culture, you're saying?
1: I didn't see anything culture esque mm. from Detroit. No, I didn't. I didn't see anything. I didn't. Um, I know they're famous for like a Coney a cony dog. It's like a it's like a hot dog from New York that they brought to Detroit. I know they're famous for that. None of them are open.
0: Scamming literally that's really? what they're name for yes bro they're known they're known for scamming they're known for they're literally known for pimping really yeah bro that's detroit known for that detroit known for having pimps scammers they don't used to be motor uh you know i knew that yeah i saw that stuff it was back in the day because you know they had ford there and yes all the bigger motor companies in detroit but yep. then, you know more money get pushed out detroit ain't shit no more that's what they were saying so we about to move to different places like california mhm whereas all silicon Sunday. valley yeah silicon valley where we can have fun with these vehicles mm-hmm. and yeah that's when detroit dried out really so there's nothing there i remember a few years ago that they didn't even have a school district we were talking about that they didn't have a they literally the kids was never in school they literally didn't have any funds for school
1: no cuz the city went bankrupt yeah so it went
0: bankrupt yeah that's what they are known for and due to the poverty that's why there's a lot of scamming going that's why they're known for scamming
1: yeah, I, I would. I mean, if I were ever go back to Detroit, it was Detroit's an interesting place because I literally saw Canada. Yeah, from across the Canada was across the river from downtown, but there was no mention of Canada, like nowhere. Like there's nothing. Like there's 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 nothing there, and it's it's funny because people in Detroit who have like. You know, valid driver's license, valid information, all that type of stuff. They get like a stripe or a sticker mm. on their on their license so they can go back and forth to Canada whenever they want. Nice. But I it, it just wasn't I didn't see anything. It's almost like You ever seen the interview? Yeah,
0: I've seen it. When they when they were, Korea.
1: when they were biting the fruit mm. and it wasn't it was real fake. fruit. Yeah,
0: because it was all fake.
1: I didn't I didn't feel like it was a I I didn't feel like it it wasn't it it like when I think of Detroit I think of like grit I think of like you know hard working I think of like classic city and I didn't get that
0: Yeah you had too much high expectations Yeah
1: I didn't I didn't get that from Detroit
0: You got to watch movies man you ain't watching enough Detroit movies Yeah I,
1: it's only one it's Detroit a movie little, isn't it few of them What besides Eminem
0: Yeah man you got White Boy Rick I never seen White Boy. That's based on a true story. Really? Yeah, it's about the white boy. He was selling drugs. He was a drug kingpin, and then he became an FBI informant and he took down everybody. Really? Yeah, I believe he's still alive. He out of jail? Probably. He was informant. Oh yeah, he probably never went to jail. I always wanted to see that movie, and I finally seen it, and I was like, ah, it's alright. It's okay. Yeah, because his dad was a drug dealer, and then he came across, uh, yeah, known for pimps, man, Pimp City. Oh man, dang I I didn't see no pimps when I was out there I mean, that's, they look different now They're not the same I'm pretty it, sure they look different They don't do like
1: the outlandish Like a pimp name, slick back Yeah, back, type that's of
0: back in the day They did, yeah, with the fur coats Yeah, you know, fur coats, pink, pink suits They had BMF you know. um, They did have BMF Wow yeah, One of the biggest in the world Biggest in the world Damn One of the most notorious men ever Damn Yeah so it's just funded on drugs. Detroit is funded on scam and drugs. You know, just like it's a lot of cities like that. And you know what else I just found out, which I didn't know? Chicago is the number one corrupt city. Corrupt in terms of what? Politicians. I never knew that. Really? Statistically, yep. You can look it up. In terms of police force and corruption, and it's always been number one.
1: So there's another good book. There's another good book. The name is escaping me. It's by something Rothstein. I don't I don't know. I forgot. I, I've 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 shared you the book, I believe, before. And uh damn, I'm really I'm really mad. I'm I'm forgetting the book. Oh, the color the color of law. The yeah, I've read that. The color of law. And it's it's a really good book because it talks about the legislative redlining. If you don't know what redlining is, it's basically when they district, you know, places off wherever you are, and they say, okay, in this area, we're going to put these amount of people here. They're only going to be allowed to buy houses here, and we're going to make sure we remove all resources from that area. And just outside that area is where all the clean streets are, the and nice houses. And, they,
0: you know, they allow the um, waste... Waste yes. dumps to be in the hood. Yep. 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 And, and they. That was they, one of the craziest sections. I, I'll put some bookmarks on that part. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mm-hmm. that's why you see, and it was basically explaining why you see more trash in the hood mm-hmm. rather than go to the suburbs because, you know, they limited, like, they're not allowed to, ha- they're literally by law not allowed to have, like, waste dumps in the white neighborhoods, yep. suburbs. Yep. But they can have it anywhere in the neighborhood. That's yep. why you see a lot of waste dumps there. Yep. And that's why you see more litter and trash in the street. And that's why the air is different.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And for everybody who's in a uh, a big city right now, if you look around, you'll see like those dumping signs, like those dumping fine signs. They were what you know a lot of legislative bodies thought would try to you know fix you know what it was because if they see if they see somebody dumping, they're like, oh, call and we'll give that person a fine. But you can't, you can't track that.
0: You can't track that. Not in the hood. No, exactly. It don't, it don't really matter. It don't. Those I don't know what they're there for.
1: And the crazy part is, especially in the early two thousands, there was a the stop snitching movement. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me you about to call on somebody over in, trash in, in the neighborhood on trash?
0: Yeah, okay, you're right.
1: You know, so people will do, and I've I've seen it firsthand. Like people will come down in their in their you know demolition crew trucks or whatever, and they'll just, just dump it.
0: trash, yeah. yep.
1: trash on trash on trash into into the into the hood because you know nobody's gonna police you nobody's gonna stop you Nobody's gonna look bad at eye like cares the neighbor they can say oh the neighborhood's shitty anyway mm-hmm. who cares
0: and is, isn't it crazy like you think about it you in a neighborhood you in the suburbs you don't see zero trash no and you see, and you li- and you don't you don't no. even want to litter because you no. like oh yo, this is a nice neighborhood but when you in your own neighborhood your surrounding area you like throw yo, something yo, out the window throw, I feel more comfortable throwing it out the window yeah, in your own
1: neighborhood yeah but the thing is and it's crazy. And I know, like, this is a far-fetched analogy, but I always thought that it attributed to property taxes, you know, because a lot of times in, in like, you know, lower-income areas, people aren't paying the same amount of money in property taxes as the places out in the suburbs. So, like, you know, there's more money for streets, for roads to be redone. There's more money for school systems based off this type of stuff. But we don't have that all the time in lower-income neighborhoods which is why you know you go if you're from Philadelphia you already know there's probably like two potholes on your block that's been there since like 15 years and all they do is come over sometimes they'll put, put like a metal thing over it
0: yeah, they'll put a little bit of tar over it they won't redo the entire street
1: nope and then yeah. one snowfall comes and then it's, it's over
0: it's over once the saw hit it mm-hmm. it's over you know so
1: if the color of law is definitely a book i feel like everybody who likes to read you should read it cuz it'll open your eyes to a lot of a lot of good stuff
0: on a lot of things there. That's why there's a lot of beer distri- distributions. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a lot of Chinese stores in mm-hmm. there. because they're not allowed in the suburbs. No, they're literally not. No, and they pass a the law like yeah, we're going to put them all in urban environments. Yep. Yeah, and they talk about the projects. How the projects was basically for uh, white collar workers back in the day. White and blue collar workers that were white, by the way, that were white. Yep. The projects were initially for white people. Yep. Yep. Then, you know, they all moved out to the suburbs. Yep. So.
1: And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I wanted to go back a little bit. We were talking about, like, you know, the Chinese stores and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So what's crazy, and most of y'all probably already know that, you know, listening, but the reason why a lot of those stores are in our neighborhoods, and it's funny because a lot of those people don't live in the same neighborhoods they work in, is because if there's a corner store on every corner, right, and it's not represented by the people that live in their neighborhood how are you ever going to create your own space in your neighborhood to start your own business? Yep. You're not. So when those people close those grates and they go to their, to their house in their neighborhood, you now don't have access to food. You don't have access to certain accessories that you need, you get from that store. And you know, at the time of redlining neighborhood banks in your area, aren't giving you a loan to start your own business. So what are you going to do? A lot of people just did nothing because they didn't know that there was something that you could do. So, like I said, that book, um, it opens your eyes to a lot of good shit, man. It really does.
0: It is a good book, man. I thoroughly enjoy it. I have the Audible.
1: You do? Yeah. I like Audible. Audible is a good app.
0: That's a good book. Um it's one called "The Color of Money." That's another good one, mm. and that's about uh, black banks and how they failed. So that's definitely a good read. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: and how was you, how was you, how was your week, man? Talk to me. Check in.
0: My oh, week was good. I can't really complain. You know, just remaining consistent. Uh, you know, we're watching different TV shows. You know, promotion at work—that's cool. Always nice. You want to talk about it? No, I don't. They don't. No problem It's nice though It's nice More money Going from a I guess a blue uh, Blue collar What is a blue collar To a white collar So Yeah uh, So yeah I made that transition recently I feel like that's a big thing Stepping up in the workforce um, Besides that No I've watched The Redeem team I was excited for that Oh boy We're watching it right now And actually I just wanted to watch, show him Yeah Like everything is On one specific person Yeah uh, yeah. So they announced the redeemed team. Basically, the Olympic team was supposed to be the the bounce back from the old one that got cooked.
1: Yeah, shout out to Ayato.
0: Shout out to uh, and uh, yeah. It wasn't what I really was expecting. I was expecting a lot of wholesome NBA moments. That's what I was expecting. I feel I feel like that's what most people were expecting. But basically, it was just uh. uh a memberist of Kobe Bryant. I mean, it's not wrong with that, but it's like you could have made a Kobe Bryant documentary if you wanted to do that.
1: All that. Can you can you pause it and we can see like how far how far we're in, in it right now? How far are we in this documentary?
0: Oh, uh, we're thirty.
1: Okay, so the documentary is over in seven minutes, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I've been watching it. I've been reading the subtitles. I've been I've been following along. I do not think this was a well together put documentary. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, they, I'm sorry. They they could have done so well. They could have done so well with this documentary, mm-hmm. and they just missed it, bro.
1: Yeah, they 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 shit the bed with this one. And from someone who really really yeah. enjoys a good documentary, mm-hmm. I I I feel like they tried to fit like three hours of content in an hour and twenty seven minutes.
0: 37, 37.
1: Hour and 37 minutes? Yeah. Didn't, didn't... Executed it well. There were too many time skips. They were way they too... The,
0: yeah, they try to show the different time skips of the different teams. Yeah. The different Olympic teams. And that was the first, first 10 minutes they got past that. Then they got to the, the players that we beloved, the Dream Team. Yeah. That was the, that's 20 minute mark. And then 30 minute mark, that's when... It's just Kobe and, the and right. Team. Yeah. And then... Five minutes in, they bring in Coach K, because Larry Brown wasn't working out with him, and the rest is all a Kobe movie. That's, That's literally it. all it is about him redeeming himself because he, how he betrayed in the media. That's literally the entire movie. Like and this should have
1: been called Kobe, Kobe Bryant Bryan featuring, featuring, featuring the Dream, the dream Team. team bro.
0: That's just what it should have been called. Yeah, like it's a good, it's it's cool. I guess I give it a four out of ten because it's like. I wanted to see wholesomeness. I wanted to see them on a plane. You don't get none of the background stories. No. They, they talk about certain stories, but they no. don't show it. Like And this is it, that's it. That's, you about to see. So the credits is rolling and they show some background. But it was it was man. See they should have did this throughout the whole film.
1: This is what I was waiting for.
0: That's what I'm saying. You get that at the end. So, um,
1: That's so all they, they had, had to do. So hold on. So they had the material. Yeah,
0: they. That's what I'm saying. They just made it about Kobe Bryant. This is the stuff we want to see. We want to see the behind the scenes action. Literally.
1: I knew it. I knew Maverick Carter was behind mm-hmm. this. Mm. I knew it. I knew it. Kobe, you take your pajamas off. He's just laughing. Like.
0: You don't think people want to see stuff like this throughout the duration of the movie? So, yeah, that's the that's the Redeem Team, man. Uh I wasn't a big fan of this film, man. They could have they have the material. They could have showed so many wholesome moments between the team. You know, but it became a Kobe movie. And that's that's cool and all, but that could have been a part of a Kobe documentary. That Once wasn't the, the subject. The subject was the Redeem Team. We could have heard from everybody in this Redeem Team is still living. Yes, except everybody, Kobe. Except Kobe, yeah. Except rest Kobe. in peace. Yeah. But everybody could have had their input on this situation. They could have even bought the dream team in.
1: You didn't hear from <laughs> Dwight Howard, really. He said he was one on line. He said one line mm-hmm. with a Kobe hoodie on. And it wasn't even a good Kobe hoodie, it was a screen print hoodie. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. You a millionaire. Anyway, um, you didn't really hear from Jason Kidd. Nope. He, he talked like once, literally in the beginning. It is, it, you, like, there's like. No Andre Iguodala, he was on the he was on the uh, the Redeem team. You didn't hear nothing from him. You didn't hear nothing from nobody. I, I mean, like I, I guess this is what it was, but truth be told, you, they're going to do a Kobe Bryant documentary one day. Record- you could have did all of, of this. The the last 30 minutes you could have just had as an episode mm. in like I don't know, a seven-part Kobe documentary. You could have did that, but like you said, I wanted this to more so be like the Last Dance, where we really got into. it. We saw Dennis Rodman in fucking I'm WCW.
0: Right now, yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick right now because Spain just cooked us. Yeah, you know, I need to redeem myself.
1: Let's 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 bring in Manu Ginobili and talk about how they was how they were playing in Argentina. Let's bring in Tony Parker. Let's bring in all those. Man, listen, I'm not. I'm not. Uh,
0: yeah, man, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good film, man wasn't a good one man they they could i could have produced a better film than that man yeah
1: i didn't i didn't like it there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of cameo shots either like there wasn't to a lot of
0: information yeah what did you learn from that no, i just
1: learned that Kobe played in the, in 2008
0: and he, he pushed them to be a better team you learned everything about
1: and Kobe they had like this patriotism thing oh, yeah, like but the but
0: army they, they try to make it like yo we did this for america yeah. no y'all did that because y'all nba players and y'all are very egotistical Y'all didn't like losing. Yeah. That's literally all it was. Yeah. And that's, true, all, that's all it was. And
1: for all my basketball hairs out there, if I was Kevin Durant, I would literally point to the documentary every time because they lost. They
0: showed, they showed KD in here
1: though. I, I'm just saying, because hold on. They lost, and they went and grabbed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but then those would be the same people. That get mad at <laughs> KD for doing the exact same thing, but that's a whole different topic. I mean, yeah, Maverick Ricardo, LeBron James, all oh, y'all, don't do this again. Don't ruin another good basketball memory in my in my childhood again ever because that was not what I expected. That was not what I expected at all. Too much Kobe, not
0: enough.
1: Yeah, not, enough not enough basketball. Too much Kobe. Is that is that bad to say?
0: About what I watched, I wasn't, I wasn't, a fan of it. I mean, if if you're a Kobe Bryant fan, you'll love the film.
1: You probably cry every probably
0: night. I cry. It, it will be a beautiful film.
1: With your thumb fun. in your mouth.
0: But I was, they they, they sold it like, yo, yeah, this is about unity, This is about redeeming ourselves. bro. It was nothing. The first thirty minutes was nothing.
1: You could have honestly just, just cut the thir- the first thirty minutes out, if you, <laughs> if you really wanted to, and just skip to just Kobe waving. Was,
0: yeah, Kobe. <laughs> All right, you
1: on the court? Yeah, do do something, Kobe. <sighs> yep. And he didn't even have like a spot interview for real. Like it wasn't even really him sitting down, like yeah, talking.
0: He did, and then in the middle he did. And that's, <sighs> Not
1: really thing. though, because it, it it wasn't anything like compelling. You know what I mean? It's just talking him about you know hard work. Duh, 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 like 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 a, like post game interview, Kobe Bryant. I don't want post game interview, Kobe Bryant. I want to see Kobe Bryant in his PJs. Bro. Like, doing something stupid, doing a dance or something. I know he did it. He just didn't want to show it, but whatever. I guess. I guess. I will not be watching it again. I'm glad I watched it, and that's it. You know, I give it a, was, I give it a five and a half. I was, was
0: very disappointed. I give it a 10 out of 10 for a Kobe film, though. I give it a 10 out of 10 as a Kobe fan. Oh,
1: this is Kobe Bryant Presents. I give it, like, a
0: 9.75. I mean, he's a Kobe film, but... Um as an Olympic film as an Olympic film, man, this shit is a one. This is a four. The four only reason I don't
1: give it a ten out of ten is because they, they mentioned the other players on the Redeem team. So that's that's why I don't give it a ten out of ten for a Kobe film. But Who uh What do they mention? Huh? Oh in this Kobe documentary, they yeah. mentioned LeBron, they mentioned D Wade, they mentioned they mentioned Carmelo Anthony. Who else? Chris Bosch. And no, Jake they
0: showed Cole. them. They didn't mentioned Chris Bosch. They didn't mention Chris Paul. They only mentioned LeBron, Dwayne Wade. They mentioned um, Carlos Boozer,
1: wasn't it? He was. He talked a little he was bit.
0: Talking, but he didn't. He wasn't mentioned. No. He mentioned LeBron, Kobe, D Wade, and uh, that was who else? Who else did they mention that was a crucial to that team? No one. But Kobe and Kobe, four people. Yeah, yeah, Kobe. Who else? What besides the people that's talking? They gave that,
1: Vanessa Bryant more airtime than half the team. Yeah. Vanessa Brown was on there twice. I mean, I guess. They didn't
0: show, no, they didn't show nobody. Like, Yo, we going crazy, right? Actually, they mentioned Chris Paul once. Chris Paul and D-Wade when they was coming off the bench. They yes. mentioned that. Sorry. Right, they meant, you know, but they ain't mentioned nobody else. No Darren Williams. Where was
1: where was Igodala? But what uh, was Igodala three time champion? What's our finals? Of- Four time champion? Where's Igodala? All right. Alright, I yeah, guess. I guess, man. I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't. This is. I don't like. I don't like the direction that they did with this. But I mean, if I'm a Kobe fan, I'm. I'm it's putting it on my poster.
0: Yeah, I will too. Like I said, it's a great Kobe film. But I don't. I I don't know, man. I I don't know. Oh man, we can talk about one more thing. Yeah, it's, uh, What's what? You know, it's a reoccurring thing on this podcast. You what? know. You know, slave movie coming out with Friction Will Smith. What slave movie? Emancipation. I know you have seen oh that. Oh my God. Emancipation. You know, it's supposed to be about that guy. You <sighs> seen that? You seen that? Um, God. that picture. You remember the infamous slave picture that they have recaptured about the dude with all those whips on his back on the tree. Yeah. Yes, I've I think it. it's about uh, that. And I it's black played, and white. Yeah, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's who he's about. It's about him. And I think Will Smith is him. How do they have that? So Wait, have Will Smith a, is the slave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Emancipation. How how is how do they know his story from that still image? They they, they don't. They don't. There's gonna be so much fabrication. Yo,
1: can we can we do? Oh dang! I wish we I wish we had Jamie. Uh, Can can we do? Can we do? Um, what was the last slave movie? I don't know, bro. Let's check.
0: Too many of them. When was
1: the last? Slave movie. This is real time, by the way. When was the last slave movie? So there's called a movie. There's a movie called The Last Slave in two thousand seven. Okay. List of films featuring slavery. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Okay. So the last slave movie was thirteenth. That mentioned slavery. Now, Will Smith really playing this?
0: That guy, that guy. The one with the whips on his back. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. How do they know about him? Keep going, though.
1: That was 2016, I believe. That's the last time the 13th Amendment and all that stuff that was featured. Was it 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022? Six years. I say every seven years they used to do a slave movie. Right now we're sitting at six years. So y'all really got to pay attention to why they show a slave movie every seven years. You don't believe me? Okay. Well, three years before that, it was 12 years of slave, and that was in 2013. Okay. What about after that? Oh, you got pff, Amazing Grace. You got Antebellum. You got A Respectable Trade. You got Ashanti. You got oh, Band you, of Angels. You are- you got Belly. You, you got right now. What
0: are you talking about, nigga? It was movies in twenty twenty that was slave movies. What movie came out twenty twenty as a slave up. movie? Twenty nineteen. You got Harriet. Harriet Tubman movie came out in twenty nineteen. Oh my god! It's something called Emperor as another slave movie that came out in twenty twenty. Thirteenth came out in twenty sixteen. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, and uh,
1: Twelve Years a Slave was twenty thirteen. Three years before that.
0: They have a whole list of top 10 slave movies of all time.
1: You know, there's probably yeah. some white man out there that's sitting there listening, watching all those like consecutively.
0: Yeah, he got his black daughter, adopted daughter watching it. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Emancipation, man. is going to be not phenomenal. It's going to be very little cluster. I'm not going to see that shit. Anymore.
1: I'm not. I haven't watched a slave movie since Django. And I believe I've said this before another episode. And I refuse to watch. Hey, that's the that's the Coney dog. Yeah. Oh, anyway, but um, it's a guy eating a hot dog with with cheese and onions on it, and the hot dog's bigger than the bun. Anyway, balls um, for him, for him, not for me. But uh, I, that's not fair.
0: They gotta stop making these movies, man. And then you know now we get. We getting a stimulation of blacks, you know. Stimulation. We getting our mind stimulated with slavery and racism. The Emmett Till movie's been announced. Um, it's called Till. So uh that's gonna be a crazy I've day. Seen it, and I was like, "What the fuck? Who's gonna go see this?" I'm like, oh, I know who's gonna go see this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know exactly who's gonna go see this. I know. I know a group. Um, oh boy! I don't know what warranted oh, that. I don't think it's necessary. We've seen the story a hundred times. Like I said, I think it's I think is big companies uh, just have nothing else to go. There's no, there's no more creativity in Hollywood. It's just everything is remastered, redone. That's why we got Dahmer.
1: I'll give you one. Every, I'll give you something even better. Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody asked
1: me, "Am I wearing a dashiki to the next Black Panther two movie?"
0: I was. Uh, I went. I went to the first one, the first day it came out. Man, that shit, man. So many dashikis, man. Like the Black Panther movement.
1: Is this really what we came to, though? Yeah, I'm not wearing no dashiki in no goddamn movie. I'm, I don't not own black, a dashiki. Not
0: black Panther. Maybe Roots. Roots was a TV show. I watch it wearing roots. I ain't watch it nowhere. I'm never watching nowhere. i have never
1: watched You wear a wearing. You you wear a Kofi watching roots.
0: Yeah, I watch one wearing roots. Man, Levar Burton's a legend. That
1: is true. He's living legend. From a
0: slave to a, a librarian. <laughs> it's crazy. And it made a show about, it, it. Made a show about it. it. Made a show about it. Reading Rainbow.
1: Then he became the host of Jeopardy.
0: Nah, he didn't. He didn't do that.
1: Nah, he did it. He did it. He did a couple episodes.
0: Yeah, he didn't want to fill his shoes though. He said. Yeah, that's why he stopped.
1: Yeah, he he did a couple episodes though. He did a couple episodes, man. I don't know. And you also got the, the closing of uh, of Cartoon Network. That's a 30 years.
0: It's just being bought out. So.
1: 30 years, man. 30 years. They're shutting down the studio. And Warner Brothers is just buying it over.
0: Yeah, we'll see what they do with
1: it. Think they're going to do anything right? Hopefully. Yeah.
0: I mean, they do. Warner Brothers don't really be messing up like that. They don't be... They, they don't really... I can't think of too many mess ups. If anything, I look at it on the plus side. Mm-hmm. They laid out a lot of animators too, so. That sucks. We'll see. Yeah. Niggas is crying on social media. You grown. You
1: don't even watch Courage Cowley Dog anymore. You're not checking for that.
0: I watch clips, though.
1: Of Courage? Of course. Old Courage clips? Yeah. Of course. I still can't. I, I haven't revisited that show. I feel I like it's watch time. It all the time.
0: It's hilarious. Really?
1: It might be time to revisit this,
0: it. You know the iceberg theories. Yeah, I've seen iceberg theories. Oh um, yeah, I watched the Courage ones. I watched the Courage iceberg theories.
1: That was a good one, but some of them, some of them were kind of a stretch.
0: The one about real life.
1: The one about like heaven or hell and purgatory.
0: Oh, I don't care about that one. I was talking about the one how they like it's based off a true story. You seen that? No. Somebody did research and it's a real place. It's a real place and the house is a real place. So they're thinking um, that's what it was based off of. So huh. it's in the isn't the iceberg theory. Because there's only one guy that does it. Yeah. Does the Iceberg theory. It's a multiple, but it's one that does the most numbers. That's the one I watch. Mm. Nickelodeon mm. one is pretty crazy. Nick. Disney one is crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That Disney, you guys are you guys are some crazy people over there, man. Y'all some real sick people. Nickelodeon has his own has its own level of sickness too, but that's for a that's for a different episode. We can get into that and have um have some fun. That's that's insane to me though, boy. Hey man. Listen, it's the podcast and show show. I'm your boy Finesse Veli.
0: Yeah. Who are you? I'm your boy. Just call me. Just call me boy. Ooh, ooh, Don't call ooh. me boy if you're white though. Don't you Just uh, Just call me the boy or the man. Depends on how you feel him. It's (laughs) a pocket social. man.